Welcome to the Victory Multisport Podcast. This is Coach Sarge, and I'm with Coach Scott. Hey there. And Coach Kenny. Good morning. Hey, good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us in another episode of our podcast. And today we're going to try to unpack a little bit of uh, things that happened over this weekend at race camp. We had about 40 athletes uh, all converge on the North Hills of Pittsburgh, and we'll get into that. We're also going to break down uh, the next month or two of uh, A races for a, a significant portion of the team, uh, many people in, in a lot of big races. So um, let's get right into it. I, I, I don't know if I can get right into it. I think I needed all week to just recover from it. <laughs> Were you tired at all? I was exhausted, yeah. Oh, I loved it. I, I got to go on a flight and uh, make a couple of presentations at a huge conference in Texas. Wow. So, uh, but I made it through. So it was it was awesome. The it was almost like coming off an adrenaline high. It was. I felt like a big crash, but in a in emotional high, and then wow. Yeah, there there's something about it that is so cool. Like that, even the Friday night purgatory. There was 10 to 12 mm-hmm. people that hung around and wanted to just eat. Uh, unfortunately, you had a bad incident. You had a little fender bender issue but you know outside of that i mean it was like i think you you hit it out of the park scott when you said an emotional like high and then that monday you're like well wait where is everybody yeah. <laughs> i want to do it again i want to more keep, of that you want to keep it going right so i know the athletes have been chiming in uh, even unofficially uh about wanting to do it again wanting to have a second one um I'm not sure if they really understand what it takes to put one on, but uh, <laughs> that's okay. We're up for the challenge. So we're, we're kicking around a couple of ideas and we'll, uh, we'll get back to everybody on, on what the next version of uh, victory race camp might look like in the future. But it was, it was fantastic. Um, everything worked. Uh, we didn't have any uh, issues or injuries or crashes or even mechanical issues with bikes. So we, we didn't have any, um, any problems at all so that the weather cooperated warm but that's okay um better than lightning and rain and and slick tires uh, so it was it was just another great race weekend for all of our athletes and uh, spectators family members that came with uh and certainly our our sponsors helped out a lot this year um the we just start with like Gridiots, uh, Saturday night, just because that was kind of the highlight when they brought that huge smoker, uh, oh, yeah. and that trailer. So when that thing rolled in, we meant business. Yeah, yeah. they did. <laughs> they, they fired it up. So, uh, the Gridiots, um, which is, uh, affiliated with, uh, project one nutrition who are also a, a, a key sponsor for us this weekend, uh, helped make Saturday night. Fantastic. I think, uh, everybody got a lot out of that and just enjoyed that time. Uh, we had Trek Cranberry provide uh, the bike support with, uh, you know, uh, Tim Bigfoot, uh, heck, uh, with us uh, for the uh, the long bike down at North Park, brought the truck, helped out a lot of athletes with little tunes and, and fixes, but also uh, gave a class on how to change a tire. I, I, I was actually yeah. kind of really impressed with that. I've never had a, just a race where there was actually a support truck that they just rolled in and they grabbed somebody's bike, put it on a stand and just said, we're going to start pulling it apart and who wants to do it. And I was kind of shocked because we have a pretty lively crew mm-hmm. and sometimes the lively crew, they'll, they'll just go out on their own thing or they'll get caught with four or five people and Hey, let's go ride. I think if we had 30 riders, we might have had 25 to 28 standing there, watch him do that changing right. a tire, which I thought was unbelievable. I yeah, think I you think- you hit it on the park when you said, Hey, what if you race all year 
and you have a flat tire and you don't know what to do with it. Yeah, you don't, you don't want a mechanical issue to end your whole whole season and, and all the work that you've put in. So having those skills on top of bike handling skills, on top of the training, on top of all the other things that you have to, you know, come up to speed with to to do an A race. You know, bike contingencies, tires, especially wheels, tubes, tubeless, sealant, all these different things. You, you really need to be able to get yourself working again. So it was, it was pretty good. Yeah. And I think one of the athletes, Tyler, bought a bike that weekend or something. Yeah, well, maybe that Friday. He picked it up. He, uh, so we, we're running some good business uh, through the shop. Um, I think we're, we've, we've got a great relationship building. Uh, the, the manager, Jen, and, and uh, her friends and Tim came to the party on Saturday with uh, P1 and Gridiot. So uh, I think it's just going to continue to grow. Uh, so that's that's pretty awesome as well. Yeah, I would agree. It was nice year over year to watch uh, just us bring in additional people into the camp and then to watch their reaction and to see how much the sponsors and mm-hmm. the other people supporting it just enjoyed it. Like, that was great. And I know we're going to talk about Matty Mo a little bit, but he's another great example of another addition to mm-hmm. this year that the athletes just seem to love. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 100%. And then on Sunday, we had Mike and Tony's, a local uh, chain here in Pittsburgh, catered uh, lunch for everyone. And that was, again, just off the chain, uh, thanks to Justin and and the crew down at the Moon, uh, Mike and Tony's, to to hook us up in a big way. Yo, Justin, (laughs) triathlon, I'm coming for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have the food to fuel you. Let's get you in. Yeah, so it was it was great to have good sponsors and people supporting the team and 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 all of us. Uh, these are all people we've known for years, and we just brought them in and asked them if they were willing to help. and And everybody just you know came with their A game to to help the team and help us uh, with the race camp. So uh, thanks to everybody there. Well, I think the other key component the the red shirts, uncommon oh, yeah. peaks, knocked out of the park. Yeah, I would agree. Unbelievable great, great feedback with that. Great look, great feedback, great feel. Like, I'm not even going to even run in that thing. It's like, I'm going to wear that out to, like, business meetings. (laughs) Let everyone know I was at that camp. I might be the camp, but I was there. I have the shirt. Uncommon shirt. You're going to keep it forever. But it it was awesome. So thanks to Sniper um, for, you know, getting those made up for us and and helping sponsor and bringing some swag for the swag bags uh, for all the athletes. And, um, yeah, they did love the shirts and we were completely out of them. You know, we, um, you know, swapped out a couple sizes for some people and, uh, found our sponsors and, you know, other people that we could, uh, lay a, lay a good piece of kit on so that they could, um, they could rep the brand. So that's awesome. And we appreciate, uh, everybody there. So Friday we started with clinics. Then Saturday was like long workout day. And then Sunday was open water and, uh, aquathon if you will. But, Going back to Friday, I think um, a big highlight, there were many, is we had a couple of uh, guests, coaches, guest experts come in and help us out with the clinics and just augment the current coaching staff that, you know, really have some great expertise. And the first is Matty Mo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He um, was just sensational. I mean, <clears throat> I've had the pleasure of knowing Matt for probably 12, 13 years. Um, just look up to him and the way he goes about his business. The personality that guy has just is electric. It, it oozes, and he's very relatable. So having him there at the pool, I mean, I think we had 28 people come flying through there from noon to four, and every one of them got better that day. Yep. The drills, the way he 
talked to them, the way he got down, the way he showed them. I mean, he was pulling golf balls out for them to, to be carrying. He had them tying their band and their feet together. Yeah. You know, some of them didn't like it. Um, we had drone coverage going over it. But it was really cool watching, you know, a three-time or four-time. Well, he had mentioned, I think, was it three or four? It's three or four. Yeah. Multiple Kona qualifier, multiple uh, 140.6 championship qualifier, and uh, been there many times. Yeah. So, I mean, just to see him break the, the stroke down and getting long and, and, you know, quickly assessing the situation where we may have been taught, telling the athlete, hey, this is what's happening, where he'll pick it up within five seconds. So it, it lays the foundation of what we're doing, but also to have someone that is so knowledgeable that says, I, I see what's happening right there. You know, and, and what I got to watch that day, which was awesome, was some of the guys came in and they were thinking one thing uh, and all of a sudden they start swimming and he changes one little thing for them. And they're like, wow, I felt like I'm going to use Timmy for an example. I mean, Timmy was stroking so much that I think one twenty-five meters, he might have had 26 to 28 strokes to get him to the other side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one of the drills Maddie had him do took him from 26 down to 22 down to 20 And it was just getting long and gliding and flowing and feeling the catch and pulling underneath you and finishing strong and just watching the light bulbs come on. And when they came out of the pool, they just felt, wow, I I just got some great knowledge just dumped right on me. So that, that was great. I mean, we were there from 11 to four at the Richland swim club. So shout out to them for letting us second year in a row to have that. But, um, yeah, it was great being there. I mean, you, you heard some feedback on it too. I mean, I just think, Oh yeah. Everyone I, just, by. I, I was able to swing in there and check on things, make sure everything was running well. And just the, the pool was beautiful. The day was beautiful. And, um, the, the athletes were just enjoying it. The, having people jump in, get warmed up and then slide into Matt's lane and get coached and then slide back out and work on those sets and things that he gave them to work on. It's just a perfect setup to do a, a really quality clinic, right? It's not a full workout necessarily, but it is Mm -hmm. that technical expertise, that improvement of form, that, um, that knowledge that you need of the outside looking at you while you're swimming right there on the pool deck and, and, getting that analysis that helped them so much. Yeah, I, it was really cool because I got to sit back and just watch him coach. Mm-hmm. And I would give him the feedback of like, hey, here's Scott's issues that I, I'm aware of. Here's Sarge's, Sarge's, this type of swimmer pace-wise. Mm-hmm. Here's what I know about him. And then to just pull back. And then I go in the lane and swim with the others that he was just working on to help them. And uh, it was just great. It was actually kind of funny because Maddie said right off the bat, he's like, hey, guys, we're not going to try to time anything and don't worry about pacing. And within the very first like 25, um, Ben Holly kicks off the wall. Kate's right behind him. And she must have touched his feet on a drill. And she's like, hey, can you, do you mind if you like move out of the way? I'm faster than you. And, and I just look <laughs> at Ben and, and he's like, it's my life, Kenny. Kate always, I, I don't put my schedule up. She does. She's organized. She's faster than me. This is what I'm dealing with. And we were all laughing. Maddie's like, are they married? I go, they are. Oh, and yeah. he just must not laughing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I could only imagine that that lasted about eight seconds, <laughs> not turning your watch on, not uh, checking your pace, not worrying about it. Um, with, you know, with the with the group we we deal with, that's uh, that's how we are. That's just triathlon. That's uh, competitiveness with yourself and with others. It, it happens for sure. But Matt, um, 
again, incredible job, Matt. Thank you very much for that. And uh, appreciate you so much. And, you know, good luck on this next couple of months of uh, working on your Olympic trials. Right. So it's impressive. Coach yeah. Scott, we, we shared a couple of workouts that he's doing with you. Yeah, it was the 2400s, I think. That's uh, 400s are like vitamin C for runners, and yeah. that is a healthy dose. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it, you were figuring it out. It was like a 440 mile or yeah. something like that that he had to hit every quarter mile on 110 to 112 or something. Yeah, that's right. It's intense, man. That's wild. So you talk about learning how to run speed. That's how you learn how to run speed. That is, you know, yep. is is get out there and run faster. Right? Yeah, so that is true. And twenty five of them, yeah, <laughs> do yeah. it twenty five <laughs> times, right? Repeat, 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 repeat again. Yeah, lock up <laughs> when you're done. That's right, right. Herb Brooks. So uh, awesome. Well, uh, I think everybody really enjoyed that, and uh, we're gonna, you know, gonna try to figure out ways to expand even that next year if we can. That that pool workout, that that clinic, if we will. Then we had a, another group where simultaneously we're doing RunGate, right? We're uh, videotaping, doing video analytics with the athletes that came to Adams Township Park with Scott and uh, Lauren, Shep, and Jen. Yep. Right? Yeah, so. that's right. And they did a fantastic job. Uh, you know, so Jen had a form literally that she would fill out mm -hmm. where she went head to toe and just checked off each component of your run form and then was able to identify for everybody. Okay. Look like head position is okay. Arms need to be moved here a little bit. You know, you have maybe a little bit of a hitch I'm, here I'm sitting up taller just yeah. in the podcast. Oh, it was, it was great. Like just the, I, I appreciated just the um, systematic approach to mm -hmm. breaking down people's form and then, and then being able to, and she did it. You're right through like a video, um, you know, Shep had the idea of where we put, we put a line across a very flat, straight part. And so when we videoed it, we could get a good, um, you know, perspective on how people just move side to side mm -hmm. where their alignment was like, it just created some very good visuals. Yeah. Some point of reference inside the video yeah. to reference how they're tracking. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. And it was interesting too, because a lot of the athletes, when they showed up, they would say to me something like, oh, my left hip, it's a little bit bomb. I'm kind of curious how this will turn out. And then I would hear Jen and Lauren standing there and they're like, Hey, your left hip's a little bit bum. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they picked up on it without even hearing any of that feedback beforehand. Mm -hmm. And, and then the piece where I thought they added a ton of value was that they said, okay, look, here's what we're seeing. Here's how you fix it. Right. And, and it's something that I hope everybody takes away from camp is that I felt like between the swim, between the run form analysis, like they got a lot of good information. And it, if they really want to maximize the value of the camp experience, they need to take all of that information, all of those recommendations, the drills, the strength conditioning, the, the long warm up on the run. I know mm -hmm. we talked about that extensively on Sunday, take all of that back with you and embed that as part of your fundamental training. Because if you really want to improve, you know, you, you have to be able to lever that experience and that knowledge share that occurred with those other experts. Yep. Um, you know, that, that is where you're going to make differences now in your training, because a lot of the athletes with us have been with us now for a few years mm -hmm. 
And over those first few years, a lot of the gains are just physical in nature, right? It's becoming stronger. It's becoming more comfortable with the sport. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that'll take you so far. So that let's say that gets you to the first 80%. Well, if you want to start making gains in that next 20%, it does come in other spaces. And I've talked to a lot of athletes about the importance of recovery, sleep, nutrition, but the the stuff that I hadn't discussed with a lot were things that were that that happened at camp. It was, hey, do some additional swim drills, lengthen your swim stroke, embed some training, some strength training into your runs, do squats, do some leg curls, stuff like that. Like and and in doing so with a lot of that stuff, what you'll find is that if you do have those chronic nagging problems that you experience in training or you have some inefficiencies that you've that you've thought you may have had but somebody just, you know, confirmed that if you work on those things afterwards and you have to work on them continuously, you'll find those will go away mm-hmm. and with the same amount of effort you will see improvement in performance. Absolutely. It's funny you say that cuz I was listening I ran this morning and I was listening to Jay Burr just did that pro uh, pro pump podcast and she said and and if like I coached Jay Burr directly so you guys may not have ever had these conversations with her but her nutrition sometimes is Mike and Ike's or Swedish fish. And we love Jay bird for that. Right. But she said to me, and I heard it on the podcast too. If I go all in and do Muncie 70.3, which we think she is going to, I need to get my nutrition better. So I'm talking to Kate Holly and Kate Holly's going to start giving me the idea. And maybe that turns into Ashley uh, or Kenny Rogers. And then she said, I'm going to start lifting again. So maybe that's going to be some conversations to Hayden because she, I guess the interesting thing was when I got her, she was happy running 12 minute, 13 minute miles, just basically completing the 13 one without really training. Now she went and did the full marathon at a 4:20, and she said, what if I would have did my dynamic warmups and what if I did a better nutrition and what if I had strength training in there? Mm -hmm. And so I love the fact that you went from just help me complete these things to let me PR them. Let me see how good I can be. I'm scared of the bike right now, but I know I'm capable, but I got to do all these other things too to help me on that day because she knows that distance is very scary. But in today's podcast and a call I had, nutrition has come up, um, strength and conditioning, proper warm up. And anybody that knows Jaybird would never warm up. She'd show up and just run a race and leave. And again, right. swickly, I'm like, hey, you know, run a mile. Yeah, I walked from my car to the starting line. Yeah. I, that's my warm up. But yeah. now she's taking everything you just said and she's going to evolve again. So I don't stay plugged in with social social media as much as I probably could or should. But I think one of the most recent um, stories or something that I saw out there was from Jaybird and it was her and Grace and it was a little snippet of their, their dynamic warm up. Yeah, their dynamic warm up and add people running the other direction and stuff like Dancing, that. Dancing, leg kicks. Yeah. Which I, I have to admit, I loved because when I thought it was funny, but two, like things that we talked about at camp, they resonated. Doing, yeah. Like that's, that's, that's the, the cool thing. Piece. Yeah. yeah. That's the important so, piece. So I, I have been on this Instagram thing. Have you seen the videos, the Ethiopian warm up drills, oh, yeah, the yeah, dynamic yeah. warm up? There's like 50 Ethiopian runners and they're in lines of like five lines of 10 and they're doing all these high impact 
leg kicks and and they're skips all and leg yeah. skips yeah, and skips and leg kicks but they have that. music mm-hmm. to them and it looks like um you know like they're line dancing they're synchronized too they're all synchronized all 50 of them oh, at the yeah. same time so mars football field first track workout work yeah. if there's 10 people there we're doing some sort of video and we're going to get it going oh yeah yeah so definitely. so at happy valley we're going to win the dance competition as well right? <laughs> 100% <laughs> we're going to win everything that day iron man dance competition so I think that as as you guys all speak about these things that we learned and that we all learned at the clinic, uh, again, some of us again, some of our athletes for the first time, it is about well-rounding the athlete's training and performance based on not just swim, bike, run, or not just run, run, run if you're a runner-only athlete. It is about adding in the dynamics. It is about all these other components that really shape the entire performance package that comes out at the end at an A race um, and leads up to that and then leads up to season after season being durable, being, uh, you know, resilient and being able to continue the sport, right. Versus going out and, you know, yeah, doing well, but getting hurt and then having to back off. So I think this is uh, wildly important that we did this. And yeah. And, and I can't remember where I read this, but somewhere about if you do something for i think it's nine days in a row it's considered to become a habit if you do it for 30 days in a row it's considered to be like borderline lifestyle change and then if you do 90 days then it definitely is a lifestyle change and and so i would encourage athletes go back and it can be as simple as just taking a piece of paper and making a list of things like for when you go for a run put on their dynamic stretch Mm -hmm. run static stretch for the end and then maybe roller or theragun or something like that and then when you do when you go through your workout for the day just put a check by each one Mm -hmm. and then just look over you know maintain that log over some period of time and what that'll do is help keep you true to whatever your intent is and obviously that can be done for the bike or the swim or anything but definitely on the bike i did it to saturday on long bike i did not warm up i took off and i'm like i feel so good and then i gassed like within the five mile loop and i'm like oh man so and then i knew what i had done and then i messed it up but um, you even rode in jean shorts no i did not i did i thought you had them on no (laughs) <laughs> oh, you picked me up with jean shorts. That's why I didn't know you had. I don't own jean shorts, so <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> I, I will say with camp, I had a blast. And and yep. that, so Friday night after the run gate analysis, we did do a short ride out mm-hmm. to Butler yep. Airport. And, and it was fun. Like the athletes themselves were leading each other. It's a straight shot out of the park. And we all you know, headed for Butler airport and the lead group that got there actually stayed and waited for everybody to show up, which was super cool. And then on the way back, we, we decided, okay, we know where we're going. Everybody's going to head back to the park, but we ended up taking these other side roads and having this impromptu hill workout. Mm -hmm. And it was awesome. And it kicked our ass and it was fun Oh, there's some monsters out there too. Oh yeah. I think the Rocky theme got sung more than once (laughs) up list Hill. Oh yeah. It was awesome. Well, I got feedback on that one, you know, like again, going to Timmy and Timmy said the person he came here was his whole demeanor. Like he could have went into a buzzsaw in Ohio because he never open water swam. He was swimming too many strokes. He never really rode his bike outside. And, um, I think when I got here to the clubhouse Friday night, someone's like, oh, Timmy had a rough ride, you know, going very slow. The hills got him. 
And uh, it, it is funny when you watch somebody go into something. I sent a sermon off to everybody from our pastor, Kent, and it was do it afraid. Mm-hmm. And just if you're going to do it, do it afraid. Go, go for it. And Timmy did it afraid on Friday. And then when he rode on Saturday, he's 18, 19 miles per hour, much more comfortable. And for him, this camp could be more about, yeah, he made so many more connections, but he also learned a lot about himself and if he just goes through. So that Saturday or Friday afternoon, easy hour and a half ride could have changed that guy's whole oh, yeah. triathlon career. You know, and it's interesting to you talk about Saturday because the one thing I noticed, and, and Timmy is a great example of this, but others as well in terms of elevating performances. So, you know, it's that training with the group, training with people who are motivated oh, yeah. oh, with yeah. the similar goals in mind. You know, we, we, and I noticed like there were subgroups that broke off, which was awesome because what you noticed were people that were encouraging one another, people of similar abilities, and then people that were stepping up into levels mm-hmm. that they think, think they could achieve. You know, we went out and crushed a number of hills and along the way we were motioning people in, Hey, come on, let's try this hill. Give it a shot. Yeah. And people always were willing to just jump right in and go. I think that willingness, that desire to have that self-improvement mm-hmm. and then the comfort of feeling like, look, I'm going to go for this. I I love that. I love seeing that contagious attitude. It was great. Oh yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome being able to know that you're in a, in a, like a safe zone too. You had support, you had other people around you, you had other coaches and athletes that were willing to, you know, help you along the way, whether it was up the hill or back down the hill or fix the bike if it did break, which didn't happen, which was awesome. So it's really good. Yeah. No, it was kind of cool because I was just about to leave that Saturday and I said to Hayden, let's do a real quick, you know, five miles. We'll, we'll pick a hill and then I'm going to leave because I had to go up and, yeah. and be at the pool Swim. for the afternoon. And um, we climbed Brown Lane, which is a monster. And uh, we get to the top and I see Zach Keller roll in. I see Snipes up there. And then we get to the top, Merzlach and Sip and you were up there. And, and it was really cool because you know, that's kind of that people were hunting and, and Marslack was on a paperwork. He's in Ironman Eagle Man right now, close, maybe a sub five or early five hour finish for him. And he said, he's like, I was supposed to taper this week, but I'm not passing up the opportunity to get better and ride with people that may push me. And that is kind of cool, man, because everybody I thought was was smart. They were bringing people alongside mm-hmm. to like, hey, I don't know where this is going to go, but come on, come with me. Let's just do this. Love it. Yeah, it was really cool. Real, real good. Real good. It was yeah. fun watching the relay too, Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. But before we get that, I don't want to skip Hayden. Yeah, yeah. Friday. For, yeah. So uh, we'll go back to Friday because um, Coach Hayden uh, uh, led the strength and conditioning clinic at the YMCA and he had a, a, a number of people that joined him there. Um, and the feedback was awesome. Like they just got a lot out of it. It goes back to that point of it's a, it's an additional thing that needs to be incorporated into every athlete's program is some strength training at the appropriate time. Um, and, and have that. So he did a great job with several different groups. I think he went through three different groups. He also had a follow-up zoom call. Um, and that zoom call, uh, was just a follow-up with anybody, whether they came to the clinic or couldn't come to the clinic because of the scheduling to just go back over some of the principles that he was teaching of, of strength and conditioning. Um, we recorded it. It's in the community and on demand section. So, uh, athletes, you can, you can access that right now. 
So it, it was awesome. And we appreciate him so much and the things he's been doing to lead us in, he, in some of these events. Yeah. And I think he, even since camp the week following it, he's had some additional like impromptu group workouts, mm-hmm. Yeah, which I think one of our key takeaways coming out of camp was that we realized that there's benefits to those organized workouts. And so I think our intent going forward, and maybe some of the athletes have noticed this, is that we're going to put out a calendar of yep. at least local stuff here where we invite anyone to come and you know participate with victory try victory um but runs swims bikes um and i think we're going to try and target weekends i know coach hayden has been having stuff intra week right i think um sipple has been encouraging some open water swims i think we're just going to lever that probably going forward and just see if we can carry that momentum on yeah going back to jaybird's uh, podcast again she just said i love showing up knowing there's other people there mm-hmm. and it makes it better I love being in a race because I know she said where there's one, there's many. And she keeps using that term. She said, I don't know which one of the coaches has said it, but I keep hearing that and we're seeing that and they love it. They love, I think Annie said it best. She goes, man, it's, it's like same time next year. Like I, I was here. I love it. I go home, go about my, my life. Troy Bloom, that's the best weekend of the year. Um, Annie said, she's I just love coming up and picking up right where we left off. And it's, they it's, care about each other. It's really our yeah. story, all three of us and, and a few others that are in our close circle. I mean, this is how we got into the sport. I don't think, we've, you know, we were all solos and didn't have anybody else around us that was doing these things. We would have never went to Muskoka together. We would never went to Lake Placid together. We would have never put the hours in on the training that it takes necessarily. I mean, we might have, but it made it much more enjoyable. I mean, Kenny, you've said it many times, you know, the, the long rides, you don't necessarily like the traffic. You don't like the trucks and the cars and the gravel and the potholes, but you love, you know, getting out there with other people and cutting it up the whole way around, oh, yeah. you know, whether it's 50, 60, 80, 90, a hundred miles, yeah. and just, uh, just, you know, yucking it up and rolling into a dairy queen and asking for ice in your bike shoes and looking at you all crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? They're like, I need ice water, please. Right. You know? So, uh, uh, it's, it, it is such a great, um, opportunity to come and, and build team, uh, environment, build mm-hmm. camaraderie between athletes to be challenged by those that are maybe a little bit stronger or further down the path than you are. Um, and, and, or to find people that are in your, in your lane and then figure out ways to work with them. But, um, yeah, hundred percent, Scott, we're going, we already have many events already posted in the community under the events uh, calendar, you can RSVP in there if you're a victory athlete. So we know you're coming and kind of look out for you to be there. So we can kind of catch the numbers that are going to show up to each of these. We've got Lauren leading them. We've got Hayden leading them, Scott, myself, Kenny, we're all going to be in and out of those as much as we can be um, whenever we can be. And I've encouraged all the coaches to let me know so we can post them. And it doesn't matter where they are. If they're going to do one in Florida, let's put it out there. Heck, you never know. Um, I tell a story where one of my, um, friends from scouting boy scouts was on a business trip and saw somebody in Florida with a victory multi-sport t-shirt on. And I think it was Bobby, Bobby W. Yeah. Nino. Yeah. Nino down in Florida that they ran into him, cross paths with them. They didn't really talk to them, but they're like, I saw your stuff in Florida. I'm like, yeah, we're everywhere. So it's pretty cool. So we're going to, you know, this is just going to continue to grow and expand and we will, uh, find opportunities throughout, um, 
you know, the year to hook up with our remote athletes. I mean, I've, I've run with sniper in Vegas before when I was in Vegas, I'm like, Hey, snipes, you want to go on a four mile run? And we went and ran. So it, it can happen. So we're, we're really uh, excited to be able to have that and to really leverage that community a little more than we even have in the past and, and put it to good use. Yeah. And if you're non victory, just DM, DM our Instagram, let us know yeah. what's going on. And, um, if there's opportunities, I know we have some talented runners going to looking forward to your track workout that are waiting to get yeah. into victory. Um, you know, so it's good opportunity. And, and you're invited. Come, come join us on a group run. That's, that's, you know, that's, that's how you figure it out. That's how you see us. That's how you meet us. That's how you talk to our athletes and our, our coaches and, get to know us a little better. That's great. Um, if you're in the KC tri club, you know, we're, we're still trying to kick around how we're going to get out to KC and, and link up with you guys. So, uh, and, and many other clubs that we've met along the way at USA triathlon and some others. So, uh, this is a growing, this is a, you know, we're growing and we're moving and we're going to get out there. Yeah. I think, um, coming up here soon, uh, Tanza and Troy Bloom are going to connect with Cleveland tri club. Correct. And do some group rides and swims and that kind of stuff as well. So yeah, it's really neat. They have a, they got a new pole right by Troy's house. It's like a 50 meter outside pole. And they were talking about it yesterday. Mm -hmm. And what's funny is it's 1.2 miles away from Troy's house. And he's like, that's kind of fitting. This is like (laughs) meant to be. (laughs) So him and Tanzer are already figuring that out. So maybe there's a Wednesday afternoon Cleveland Cleveland open water swim or or pool swim led by Troy or Tanza. So hundred percent, let's do it. Let's do it. And then, um, we had Jen Gerlin, uh, give a recovery foam roller, Theragun, um, stick roller, uh, seminar or clinic, uh, also on Friday to about a dozen, uh, of our athletes, just really talking through the science of what, what the purpose of that painful tool is and how to use it properly. How it could be overused, how to, how to really put those uh, items that I believe everybody's purchased sat in the corner a lot of times and maybe ignored, um, but can be very effective in this holistic approach to uh, keeping you recovered, keeping you on your schedule, having you uh, feeling good about the next workout. So uh, we appreciate Jen uh, coming out and, and volunteering really to do that, to uh, to be close to victory and to get involved. Uh, she does on the business side directly uh provide services to some of our athletes who have engaged with her as a physical therapist. And so it was, it was great to have her come out for that. And then to also come to the happy hour and give a, uh, just a general talk about physical therapy and recovery and those same things, but to, to everybody that was here for happy hour. Um, and then we had Ashley Bean, uh, also a licensed nutritionist, uh, provide some, uh, information at happy hour with, um, uh, eating habits and nutrition and volume of calories and some other caloric, uh, type, uh, discussions during that, during the Friday meeting. And then we wrapped up with Matt coach, Matty Mo. That wasn't a wrap up. I think it down, man. I think three people ran through the wall. Yeah. So <laughs> he, he originally wanted to talk about mental toughness, but I think after experiencing the team at the pool, um, getting to know more of the athletes, um, I think he scrapped the original talk and just went from his heart and spoke about how um, he has seen different clubs. He has seen different uh, training groups. He has been around the country training and uh, been in, in athletics his entire life. Um, and that um, 
he encouraged the the athletes that were at the happy hour to not waste this opportunity that they have with victory that he thought it was pretty special told a story about how uh, trying to make Kona and pedal broke and, you know, Louisville and had to repeat and some, some good stuff there. But uh, uh, I think it was powerful. Um, I took away things from it, from his talk and it was awesome. It was intense that, you know, he breaks his pedal as he's probably going to punch the Kona ticket. And um, it was so hot out there that they had to duct tape his foot to the pedal and the adhesives wore off because he had his bike shoes with a bike pedal and um he basically you know had to come in and lay up and he said you know he was so angry and aggravated with how that went but he still went out and finished and he took home and i loved his line he goes i came back next year and i effing hammered that course Mm -hmm. his exact words and in knowing maddie he's not that type of guy to go there and he went there and you could i mean hair on my neck you know people you could see them sitting up posture immediately changed because they got to hear a warrior at play you know and it was really cool he talked about every single day that was his goal Mm -hmm. every single day for that year was to come back and kill that course and to blow it away louisville yeah louisville iron man louisville that is awesome back in the day when it was i believe a a august race it was a hot race but he did it he did it and he, he came back because of that experience of having a broken pedal duct tape pedaling the last 10 miles with one leg basically because his other foot was coming off just uh adversity at its best um but him getting through it and and still finishing you know i love that story for a number of reasons but one of them is that i think because i've fallen into this trap sometimes and i i know other athletes have as well that they think that if you're an elite athlete you don't have that adversity you don't have the same problems that maybe an age group athlete does, but then you hear that Mm -hmm. and you realize, wait a minute, we all can experience that stuff. Mm -hmm. And you know, for me that when somebody had mentioned that to me in the past, it was a little comforting because I thought I can't overcome this. Like those, those guys who are top performers, they have stuff go sideways and they have to overcome. I can do this too. Right. Yeah. And that could have really sideways him. Oh yeah. You know, cause you know, they always say it's God's timing. Like you, you, you may want it, but the door won't be open for you. Cause right now it's not the right door. And the doors were absolutely abundantly open for that guy. I mean, three mm-hmm. or four times it was open because his natural talent, but I love the fact that he just didn't scrap it and just say, heck with this, I'm done. And he came back and, and, and got even better. And that's the thing, like he said, it fueled him, it drove him. That was his adrenaline. Yep. And um, good things happen, you know, to good people that chase it and want it. And um, yeah, that 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 speak, man. Everybody was like, uh, what, "Can we race right now? Like, yeah, right. Can we go out and race? Can we can we go do that that hard speed workout?" Hundred percent. I, I I think everybody who had trouble sleeping that night to get ready for Saturday after that. So it was awesome. I think that's why Purgatory was so lit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. All right. So we, um, we move into Saturday, right. And coach Lauren, 
you know, comes up big. Uh, and I thought that was pretty cool. The, uh, yoga session just to get everybody warmed up. And we had about, you know, a good dozen people came out early for it. There was a 13th guy that just showed up and yeah, he saw yeah. yoga in the park and he's like, I know Kenny, I'm just going to come out here and put my mat right next to Timmy. And I'm like, Timmy had gas. You don't want to be <laughs> right next to Timmy. That's why Timmy was 12 feet from that was everybody. Tom, right? Tom, it was Tom. Yeah. yeah Tom, uh, a, a local athlete that's, uh, just, you know, a friend of, uh, Kenny's from, uh, coaching or something of that nature? No, just from triathlon yoga over the years. Right. So he just asked, could I join? And it was there a fee. I'm like, no, just join. No problem. So we had a, we, we picked up one there for the day for yoga, but uh, we really appreciate coach Lauren volunteering to do that or or bringing that to the, to the mix. I think that flexibility and that strength that you get from yoga and the durability factor is pretty cool. It was a huge coach Lauren, because I think she just, increased her one of her certifications to a level two recently that's right yeah her uh her running her running coach certification just went up to level two so she spent about uh 15 modules 15 modules probably afternoon 50 60 hours of studying to uh, get through that so she's uh it's impressive bringing an a game and, and amping it up so just so she can you know provide the best possible advice and counsel to the athletes. I think, I think that's why she's so motivated to do that. Well, it was great in two ways. Cause I've, I've seen her in action before, but seeing her lead it mm-hmm. and everybody doubt into her was really cool. Oh yeah. Um, but, but like Nikki Corsi, like whispered to me, she's like, Oh God, coach, I'm so sore. <laughs> like, and I think that was Hayden with the strength training. That was the swim clinic. Like mm-hmm. that was really cool because you have an active athlete who's chasing down Penn state who's saying, Hey, I'm actually sore today. Cause we're getting so much stuff in. Right. But then, but then an hour or two later, after we started riding, seeing her on the course and she was like the William Wallace of victory. Every time you'd see her, she's like victory yeah, yeah. <laughs> cheering us on from the ground. You know, yeah. it was really cool. And she got her 50 plus in that day on the bike too. So she, she came back with a vengeance on Saturday. So that, that yoga, that yoga kicked it off for yep. probably the jelly donut and the coffee too, but that's, she had it she, all going she had on, it going on. So, uh, but we appreciate you, Lauren. And thanks for, thanks for leading that early in the morning. I know you had to get up early, really early to make it to the park. So awesome time biking. We talked about, I mean, I think everybody had a great time. Um, we had an open water swim up at the 50 meter pool. Chilly, uh, that is chilly water. It's actually a pool swim, but it was kind of open oh, water cause open it's water, 50 yeah. meters. I yeah. mean, you're out in it. Yeah. It was a little bit chilly, but that was kind of cool. I mean, I was just posted up. I think I went up with Brian Leak and maybe one other person. So we ended up grabbing three lanes and within the first hour, we probably had 20 some people in, mm-hmm. um, what was funny is, and I tell people like, Hey, this is a great weekend for you to learn and get better, but it's also a great to, to expand your network and meet people and communicate. And, and because that's what leads to Penn state having 20 plus 25 racers in it. That's Ohio building to 20 because mm-hmm. people ultimately want to be there with them. So they're coming up in their, in their waves and they're swimming. And we had a great time. And all of a sudden I look over and I'm like, where's sniper and where's leak. And here they're on the obstacle course and they had to get like a lifeguard certification and they're videoing each other. And then of course Val loves, you know, Val runs for Margs is now Val swims for tequila or whatever she wants to do, but <laughs> she's on the aid station. You got Tyler, uh, Tyler Wright who lost his sunglasses and someone's diving down to the bottom of the pool. And I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, what the heck is going on? We're supposed to be here swimming 1.2 or 2.4 miles, but they're all over. They're on the, on the, uh, and again, 
work hard, play hard. And, and yeah. these guys, and that's what you love so much about them is they'll, they'll work to the nth degree. Heck, you have one guy who just qualified for Worlds who's now over there playing on the playground, and he's bringing Sniper with him, and he's bringing mm-hmm. this one. But it was great. I was there a couple hours. Everybody got it in. Everyone was doing work, getting better, new people coming. Carrie was learning how to swim, and the day before, she couldn't put her face in the water. Now she was swimming 50 meters back and forth, and again, watching the light switch come on. If she goes to work, like you said, Scotty works on the drills, what she's been taught, that 50 meters will turn to 75, will turn to 100. Next thing you know, it's a mile. Yeah. Next thing you know, she she finished the race. So it was a great day at the pole, man. Yeah. I mean, it really was. It was awesome. The weather, again, was um, spectacular for it. So it was so, so good to have those resources here in uh, Allegheny County, North Hills of Pittsburgh, and be able to leverage them. So, we, you know, that was great. Then Leak and um, Sips took everybody out in the woods and ran them on a trail. Yeah. Someone's like, are you going to run the trail with them? And I'm like, no, if I go on a trail, (laughs) either something disastrous happened, there was a murder next to me and I'm running from it. I'm not trail running at all. That trail for all the listeners that the same trail is where the Janie and the Y is uh, the triathlon is run every year. And that was one of Kenny's first ones back after college. I rolled my ankle. He didn't know it was a trail run. So he was <laughs> doing the sprint and it was a 5K. And then, and he's like, damn it, this thing's in the woods and I'm tripping over rocks. No, I'm afraid and- everything is poison ivy, everything. <laughs> so I could get hit by like, a, a, like something, like just a tree branch. I, got, I think I have poison <laughs> sumac. I'm telling, say, I, I, I'm all itchy. She's like, you just sweat and I don't know what it is. I, I'm just not doing it. I rolled my ankle Dude, on it's sub. so funny that you're willing to like jump into Tampa Bay with whatever, uh, you Shark, know, sharks, and sharks, stingrays and jellyfish and all this other stuff, but you won't run through the woods in your own backyard <laughs> well it's funny because we've had a long conversation about like uh, swimming at sips pond and even sip said yesterday he's like yeah i think i'm gonna put my wetsuit on next week when we swim in there just we, we had like something like bit us or something like that so i had it on my back sipple had it on his neck i'm telling say all night hey will you just itch my back something's on my neck what is it she's like yeah you're swimming in like there's no movement of the water and i'm like but it's okay i'm gonna go in on wednesday or thursday it'll be in the circle so whoever wants to join high levels of bacteria yeah just come on who cares it's it, it builds character sarge it oh does. man yeah whatever doesn't kill you only makes you stronger ken listen i've swam 18 miles in the in that river down here and oh, i had to get yeah, a tetanus shot for it so like i'm okay with it I whatever know, it is i know i was with you just don't put I me in a trail run i was kayaking for you but we were moving boards with nails out of your way and all kinds of garbage but just no poison ivy just no poison, poison ivy. ivy in the river yeah yeah nothing. <laughs> i want none of it <laughs> but um yeah the, the the guys that went out on the trail i'm sure some of them were brand new to it it was great to have sip and leak who knew the way to go and, and kept everybody you know at least shepherd around they didn't get lost and end up up on you know route 19 at the sheets trying well, to get a ride back um well so i think just it, adds another element i think that this race camp Sorry. No. Well, this race camp was, uh, you know, we tried to have a schedule that you couldn't do everything that you had to pick and choose. That didn't really work out well because all of our guys are like a type personalities. I'm going to sign up for everything. So it got a little bit, uh, a little bit, uh, tough to manage, but, uh, suffice it to say, we, we gave some variety, had some good help with, uh, people that know the, know the way. And we appreciate lip and 
sips and leak to help us out with uh, those types of things. What well, goes back to, again, Scott, what you said earlier about people taking what they learned, like cowboy loved being on the trails mm-hmm. <laughs> this week. Cowboy went on a trail run on Friday. I'm not sure if we found him yet, but he got lost. <laughs> He's like, I'm lost. I feel like a goat herdsman. He had his dog with him. Every once in a while, I'd be like, I'm still lost guys. I'm still around. He's communicating on the WhatsApp, but he went out and Harley's like, yeah, you should just download the uh, trails app. It'll show you where everything's at. Like, oh, yeah. So he loved it so much that he took to a trail near in in Cleveland somewhere. And he's like, I think I was lost. I'm not sure what was going on. So, Troy, if you hear this, let us know you're okay. Yeah. Check in. Check in, brother. Check in. That took us to the party, right? Yeah, well, we had the party, right? The party was awesome. Uh, we, we spoke about Gridiots and uh, P1 really sponsoring that for us and bringing, you know, bringing the heat, and, that, and they certainly did. And I think that everybody enjoyed kicking back and just enjoying it. I know that Scott enjoyed controlling the music uh, later on in the evening, and then we Go took ahead. it really deep that day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah, heard something about my neck and my back all no, night. And then, and, and then, you know, as... Uh, the, the funny story there is, you know, people got a little banged up. That's okay. All adults here, but as banged up as they were, Tanza from like a hundred yards away could spot a firework. Of in course he can. He's doing hey, those fireworks. And like, no, I'm yeah, not sure yeah, he could get the cookie in his mouth at that point, <laughs> but he did see those fireworks. Oh my God. It was impressive. We almost had a fist fight trying to keep him away from burning the whole place down the whole neighborhood. So <laughs> well, be- all the while Scott just keeps raising the volume on the boom box. Right? <laughs> I figured local law enforcement and I are tight. So oh, that's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All your car wrecks and <laughs> yeah. other, other hey, Scott, you're going to get a misdemeanor now for yeah, public yeah. drunkenness. You got this going on <laughs> Dri- driving around <laughs> gates and, and parking in the grass and, yeah, so now we didn't have any trouble from the law, so it all worked out. So it was fun. A couple of shenanigans here and there with the the glizzies, but uh, it's it one ended up on Timmy's window, and it it caused all kind of commotion. It was on your it was on the steps of your house. I think I found one a week later. So did it end up at on your front door as well, or this front the clubhouse, door? the right. clubhouse front? All right, so um, it's all good. But we had a great time. We had a great time. We got it shut down by about ten to get some get everybody back to their uh, place so they could get some rest to come out on Sunday. Now we are open water. I, I meant to say before outdoor swim, but this was true open water at Moraine state park on uh, Hey Sarge going back Sunday. to Saturday night though. I, yeah. I think one thing that I is can we, we need to like talk about for a second, how cool it was that the whole project one team oh, showed yeah. up. Oh yeah. 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 It, it wasn't just, Hey, let's just send workers over from Gridiots to do it. Like Keith cooked with Pat mm-hmm. And then Greg showed up and, and B-Dog and Zach and like the whole team right. of, of people that are staffed at Project One, you know, because the valued partnership that we have, I, I just thought it was so cool because our athletes know them, they know of them, they know what they are, but to be able to interact with where they're going and the things that are coming down the pike, that was just awesome that they, you know, they found it enough time on a Saturday night. To, to go out of their way and spend three, four hours just chopping it up with 40 to 50 triathletes, runners. You know, I thought that was so, so cool. Yeah. I mean, Kenny, you and I have talked about it. We, we've known Pat for almost 15 years, you know, from the time when you and I were just doing this stuff on our own with, with John Haggerty and uh, running in the neighborhood. Uh, we linked up with them and, and we've been repping his nutrition products for a lot, you know, different companies as he's moved through uh different career path. But he is 
has been such a supportive element of what we've always been trying to do and and really a game again bringing the heat um with victory and project one collaborations in a lot of different ways it was awesome to have them here it was awesome to see the owners and the you know the real executives of that company come out oh and they are so busy i mean we've been at their facility a number of times i mean it is so hectic and crazy for them to take time out of their schedule and especially on a saturday night and and just be with us Mm -hmm. and have fun with us. Like you could tell they genuinely liked being around that. That was, that was really appreciated by everybody. Yeah. I I think that was part of it. I think they have been following the story of victory and all these different victory athletes that, you know, especially the ones that are out of town and they don't get to see ever. Um, And I think they wanted to come and meet everybody. They wanted to spend time with them. They wanted to get to know them better and, and really kind of, start to absorb in even some of that victory and I th- mojo that's coming around. I think they connected with Trek as well, didn't they? So yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's nice. a connection there. They're mm-hmm. going to have a, a discussion about, you know, at least the Trek cranberry store might, you know, be able to do some project one collab there. So it was awesome. That's great. Mm-hmm. I'm just happy that Rudolph didn't try to fight me. I mean, he's been trying for years to punch me in the liver or whatever. Well, we, that'll be for <laughs> camp next year. Yeah. Yeah. We, we might have boxing smokers yeah. featuring you and Rudolph. Right? Uh, no. No, I don't, lumberjack. I want no part of that. I don't want the lumberjack at all. Right. Sarge, you got to talk about the giveaways too on Saturday night. Uh, I completely forgot about the giveaways. So um, we had a great um, several thousand dollars worth of prizes that we accumulated, some uh, donations, uh, some things we went out and just directly purchased for our athletes. And then, you know, we had, it's basically a participation um raffle we just threw names in for as many things as you participated in your name got in more times and uh, i thought it was pretty awesome i think everybody had a lot of fun trying to pick the prize and there was a couple little gag gifts in there and some really uh you know cool things you know rudy helmet uh big squad locker certificate to get some custom gear um, a couple hundred dollars yeah, worth of boxes of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Gift cards. P one came up big, uh, project one with a complete set of every product that they sell two complete sets to give away to athletes, to, to try the products. And so, um, and a lot of other smaller stuff, but, um, you know, the athletes got a good, you know, kick out of being competitive about whose name was going to get called and, you know, you know, the rules and, you know, trying to manipulate the rules and trying to get their hand in the fishbowl and, you know, pull out other people's names to give themselves a better chance. But it was all in good fun. And I think that's just a way for us to give back because, you know, this weekend, yes, um, it was about training and it was about educating, but it was all about giving back to the athletes. It was really a thank you from coach Scott, coach Kenny and myself to say, thank you for being victory athletes to come and have a great time um, to provide sponsors and, and vendors that could, you know, you know, feed you well and take care of you. And, and then to have prizes to be able to give out to, you know, 15 or 20 of the athletes to take something home. In addition to the, the free goods that everybody got for coming to the race camp, um, was just awesome to see. I think my favorite winning was I, I was confused that Jaybird was the first to go and didn't take the $400 Rudy helmet. Right. But I wasn't. I was. I would call the shot that it better be Tanza or Ben Holly that won the podcast, and it was. <laughs> it was Ben Holly by ben far. Holly. So Ben, ben Holly is going to be emceeing a podcast coming up. We have to get all the details ironed out, and I do right. feel like um, Halakalikiaki beer is going to be. I would think you'd have some of those on there. So. They're delicious, as he kept saying. He loves them. He loves them. So. <laughs> 
We're still in negotiations on the format and the uh, content of that podcast. No, uh, Ben's awesome. He's a fun-loving guy, and he's working his butt off right now for Penn State and for Maryland, and he's doing such an awesome job coming along on this journey. It was only a year ago where he was like, I'll never do this. I'll just help Kate do it, and now all of a sudden he's in a full Ironman um, in 2023. And, um, and, and hitting his workouts and getting things done. And, and he pressed in on every single event that he could press in on, on this camp weekend to include the raffle to try to win that podcast. So oh, and he did, he loves it. And, uh, he'll come here in person to the, uh, victory clubhouse to be on mic and, and, uh, you know, produce or guest or host the, the podcast, however he'd like to do it. So it'd be great. Awesome. It's awesome. All right. So Sunday. Now back to Sunday. Sorry about that. A lot going on. Just trying to make sure everybody's, you know, staying informed. But we had a little friendly competition, right? We picked teams on a little race relay. We definitely did. Swim relay. It was great because, you know, some came a little bit late that were like hired guns. Um, Sippo and Leek showed up a few minutes late, so they ended up getting on a pretty balanced team to begin with mm-hmm. that might have overturned it. And then, of course, the team that lost to them was like, Tanza, I want a rerun. I'm not taking that medal. I want to have another rerun at this because, you know, we had it. We had it. We, we could win that. But it was really cool watching them compete. So we had them. Three teams of six or three teams of seven, um, and they would swim about 50 meters down, turn around, touch the hand, the next person go. But it was really cool because they, they're all competitive when it comes oh, yeah. time to flip the switch. The, the, the switches were flipped, and uh, I think we had uh, Merzlack was one team captain, Jay Bird was the other, and, and Young Cassian was the other. Caspian. Caspian. Caspian was the other. So we had really balanced teams, and um, it was all close races. I think it was maybe a body length that, that won. Yeah, it came out really balanced, and really uh, it was it was right down to the wire. And, um, you know, there was a couple of hitters in there, Caspian being one of them, that um, looked like he had a motor tied to his butt. But Oh, yeah. Uh, he uh, he blew it out and did really really well and so we were glad to see him come out for race camp and you know that came out of our sponsorship with Mighty Marine Man that they saw the ad and they uh, brought him in so he's a young kid he's uh, he'll turn eighteen in September he's competing in the USAT Nationals in uh, Milwaukee mm-hmm. in the sprint and so he came alongside the team for race camp to just get some additional training and. And lean in a little bit so he did he did real well he's obviously a swimmer at heart and uh, did real well out there i think i've seen his dad in the tree one time taking pictures man oh, he has got doing great with the pictures so he's had pictures everywhere yeah so and he's sending them along so we're going to post those out and make sure everybody can go and find themselves and pull down whatever they'd like so um but that relay at first you know with my ocd of things being organized that didn't look like it was going to go very well everybody's like i don't know what team i'm on like how hard is it to remember one two or three come on but um they got in the water to your point when it was time to go they were ready at the starting line they did a really good job and uh, they kept it fun and competitive yet supportive of each other all along the way um which you know we used that 100 meter you know sprint to just warm them up they were already in their wetsuits they were already wet so then what do you do from there you you go swim more Right, and then they had they had a great open water swim with uh, the likes of Coach Nelly and Holly Nelson and uh, Jeff and Ron. Uh, yeah, Jeff Platt and Ron helping us out with some just some uh, stand up paddle boards and kayaks out there, just to let them see and feel. You know, 
they weren't that far offshore, but they could see what a race would look like. You're going to see boats. You're going to see buoys. You're going to see other racers. You're going to see hands flying. Sun coming right at you. Yeah, trying to sight going into the sun, trying to, you know, deal with wind in your face and, you know, swimming against a bit of a current. Um, And so they had a great couple thousand, 3,000, 4,000 yard or meter swim in the open water. No line on the bottom. Uh, Just great experience. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I Loved it. Yeah. It, you, again, to open, that's the biggest fear for them. So to close out camp where they're building all weekend to, to face that and have each other support with 20 or 30 people in the water, they loved it. Bumping each other. I mean, yeah. it's all stuff that's much needed. Yeah. And then we kicked into running, right? So some went out and just did a, a 5 or a 10K, but then there was about a dozen maybe that joined Juice, Coach Scott. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. And we did a combination of... um like I would say 250 and 350 uh, meter intervals. And it was a lot of fun. It was great. Yeah. You know, and so just aside from the physical benefit of doing speed work, which is important for any of the three disciplines that we work in. I mean, I, you know, having a hard day in each one of those per week definitely will make you a better athlete, mm-hmm. better racer. But, you know, the one thing I wanted people to come out of the speed work or one of the things that I wanted people to come out of the speed work uh, with was just the mental side of it. So, you know, I think Kenny, you've mentioned before, like before a run, sometimes you dread it. Like there's the, the build up, the anxiety mm-hmm. and, and just, you know, that unknown, how's it going to feel? You know, there's going to be pain, oh, yeah. discomfort, all that stuff. And I really felt like I wanted people to experience that mm-hmm. like and and getting comfortable with with being uncomfortable like being in that setting where okay I have to toe the line and I've got to go hard for a segment and then we're going to recover and then you know what I got to toe the line again yep. and and really you know it's I I tried to structure some of that stuff so it puts athletes in those situations because for me the difference between a hard workout and a race is that a hard workout, I dictate the terms. Like I dictate when to start. I, I can finish it a little early if things aren't going great. I can go a little longer if I'm feeling fantastic. But in a structured speed workout, somebody else is firing the gun. Like they say, <laughs> let's let's get to the line. Get on and the line. So you've got to go right then, whether Again. you're ready or not. Yeah. That's right. And, and that can be a little stressful. So I, you know, when when we go through the speed work. And I know we're going to do some sessions coming up here locally yeah, this summer. Yeah, um, you know, keep that in mind. It's it's not just the physical stresses that you're putting yourself through to make yourself better. It's the mental ones. Right. It's it's overcoming those demons. It's it's knowing that somebody else is going to basically place a command out there for you to toe the line, and when the gun goes off, you have to go. That's right. It's funny because I hated that one hill workout you did. That one in Adams Park. <laughs> But when I was in it, I was like, I'm in it. So let's just do what he's telling you. And it's fine. And at the end of it, I loved it. It was the fact like, oh, crap, I don't know what this hill workout's going to look like. This is going to stink. And then when you were like, okay, we're going to go one minute, two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, five minutes. And I swear every time that the recovery was done, it, it, like it started up on a hill. Like yeah. you had time purpose, purpose, <laughs> like it was perfect, perfect. And whistle, I'd go off and that would mean sprint. 
and there's the hill and I'm like, ah, oh, crap, there it is. Mm-hmm. And then you get up top and it flattens, you go up a little more and then you'd recover on the down. But it was like, but I loved, I know what it, I now know what that means for you. And I, I love it. I think it's great. Oh, there's no doubt. When we were doing those consistently last season, I was getting better. I was improving from that. When we were doing the swim drill meetups at the Y and we were going through those 12 or 15 different drills, I was getting better in the swim and I was improving my speed balance stroke it's it's 100 percent necessary to work it in you know shep made a comment to me once and it was very simple and he could tell like we were talking back and forth on something and he gave me some advice he was like look man just keep it simple you want to run fast you got to run fast Mm -hmm. and that's it Mm -hmm. and and you know once i heard that i was like yeah you're right you know sometimes you just have to go out there and you just have to drop the hammer and just let it fly Mm -hmm. and and in doing so if you repeat that over time, you're just going to get faster. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the three that you have set. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we have them set in the community calendar. So get in there, RSVP if you're local and can come out to the Mars Athletic Complex and, and meet up with Coach Scott to, to run us through those drills. Uh, really, really good stuff. All right. We came back after the runs. We had the run clinic or the, the track workout, but some people just did a, a little bit uh, – medium pace on a on a medium distance right for uh for all of us but um we rolled back here and had a had a cool wrap-up lunch and some debriefing and certainly stories of the night before and the days before uh with mike and tony's catering the the meal for us uh back at the clubhouse on sunday and that was great i mean there was probably more food than we really needed but uh you know they 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 uh he didn't shy away they shined they shined through and they, you know, they did not shy away. So it was, it was a good time. Oh yeah. So now we have races, right? And Mm -hmm. even this weekend, we've kicked off with a few athletes racing some 70.3s and we've got a couple of big ones coming up, right? Oh yeah. Kick. I mean, kicked off. I mean, I woke up at seven o'clock and it's funny because Matthew's in Poland and the the race was almost over and, and I'm like, holy smokes. Like as I'm sleeping at seven in the morning, I'm waking up to get ready to run he's already exiting the bike or 49 or 50 miles. And he, I think he PR'd his today, sub six, five thirty or something like that. That's and right. it was funny. He really took over on the run. It really took over. And then I think sipped at a four thirty today. And uh Merzlach was either going to be a high four or a low five, depending on how his run goes. And uh, that was Merz's first, um, you know, that was Sipple's, it seems like a normal day at the office, <laughs> you know, where he's in that 430 uh, range. And then Matthew killed it. I mean, did, did awesome. Yeah. So it, it's an exciting Sunday when you, it is. like it when is. you blink, when I'm like, oh, I'm going to shave and Sipple has already run two extra miles. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what the heck's going on? It just flying, goes fast. Flying, flying, yeah. flying. I think Matt Gordon will be racing here shortly. Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Yeah. yeah that's going to be a fun one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 really neat to have camp, and then the very first weekend after, our athletes are coming out swinging to like, see him going for it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, to to your point earlier, Kenny Merzlach was, yeah, supposed to taper, but he wasn't going to use this as a taper. Um, he's not even using today's race as a taper. It's really just a build up for him doing the full here yeah. coming up later in the year. So we've got these guys racing today. Um, again, Matt Gordon going off in the West Coast a little bit later. Uh, due to the time change, but in the escape from Alcatraz, uh, 
deal. And then we've got a huge race season coming up. We've mentioned it a couple times, but uh, we're rolling right in in a couple weeks to to Happy Valley, Pennsylvania. And uh, Musselman first, though, right? Or Musselman no, no, in the middle. Happy yeah, yeah. Valley first um, with, you know, 20 plus, maybe even 30 by the time we get down to it. People keep jumping in and getting into that race. We've got Muscle Man coming up, and we've got at least three or four that have uh, deferred into that one or joined Victory that were already in that. So they'll be up there. Um, and then we roll into Lake Placid and Ohio later in July, and then it's off to the races. So huge, huge month in July. Um, you know, 60, 60 plus athletes at least racing um, in all different aspects. Um, then, then we're going to break into a little more local again with the mighty moraine man in august some people running some marathons um trying to be q in a couple different places and um it's just pretty cool pretty cool five or six first timers in maryland our world's yep. group you know yep. i mean it's 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 insane september the gratitude i have looking back is at the athletes and and because we we see how hard they work and we see all that they put in and the sacrifices they're making to get to that race or to, you know, to qualify for this or to just finish. And it's, you wake up some days and you're like, dang it, this is really cool yeah. to have that front row seat to watch this. Yeah. For those looking for a BQ this year, definitely target Erie Marathon on Presque Isle. That's early September. That's a pancake flat, two loops yep. around the peninsula. Yeah. Just, just throwing that out there. Cause I have heard some BQ chatter. Yeah. That's, that's one. I think Columbus also in October yeah. is another very nice, flat generous morning. course. Mm -hmm. Come yeah. to the track workout. It'll yeah. help. <laughs> Again, roll, roll in roll 25 in. quarter mile repeats right. on a hill. <laughs> 117. Yeah. So, um, you know, we are for the victory athletes that are listening, please keep your coaches up to date on your race schedules. Um, I know there's some flexibility in there cause you, know, you target things and maybe it doesn't work out, but when you do sign up, let us know so we can get them into the master calendar. We've got other athletes that want to come alongside and spectate for you. We've got coaches that may want to come out and be an on-site support for you. Um, it's, it's very dynamic with, you know, the number of athletes that we have racing and moving and, you know, international races and so forth. So the more you can do to communicate with us, the better it's mm -hmm. going to be to help us stay on top of it. And you're going to, you know, be surprised and delighted when people start showing up to your race and, and cheering for you. So that's what we really want. So, yeah, it's really neat. I'm, I'm going to race a couple of times this year and some of the, some of our athletes found out. So now I'm getting requests all this week to, will I race here? Or <laughs> yeah. Will I go to this race? Pull you into everything. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's really neat. I appreciate everybody reaching out and yeah. it's fun dialogue. All right, Kenny, you have anything else as we start to wrap up this episode? Nah, just, just I'm blown away. I'm floored by what keeps transpiring. Um, I think I, I shared it to Scott on a phone call the other day. I said this, the cast of characters may change, more come on, um, what their roles are playing, but the narrative stays the same. We have hardworking guys and ladies yep. that just want to show up do the best version of themselves and great things are happening for them. Great things. I mean, Chris Graham finished his very first triathlon right. yesterday. Congrats. And he said to me, he goes, I've been in so many different things. That crowd 
um, he was like blown away of how supportive mm-hmm. these Iron Men people with shirts on were like, oh, this is your first one? Do this. Put your helmet here. Do this. Like some guy he ran, went in the water with, he finished before him and he stayed to watch him finish. And, and this is a guy who's going to go into Tin Man in a couple of weeks and do the Olympic, maybe with Steven. I think Steven was saying he might do a 70.3 there. And uh, they were they were talking about it. But he's going to do Ohio. And good right. things are going to happen for that guy. And it's that type of gratitude that I keep looking at and just saying, man, I'm just I'm, it's, I'm, I'm honored to be able to put my hand on so many people to help them figure out what their next steps are in life. And that's yeah. that's kind of where I'm at. I agree. I agree. Coach Scott? Yeah, same. I just really appreciate everything like and i know that sounds pretty you know widespread or macro in Mm -hmm. nature for a statement but it's really true like you know there's an element to this where i'm always um appreciative of people completing workouts and things like that because i really do get into the sport itself but as time goes on like I, i just have really grown attached to the sense of community uh the sense of brotherhood or sisterhood that we seem to be all a part of. And I just, that is what I think makes me the most excited for the future. Mm -hmm. Uh, Every time I think that, you know, we've hit a spot where this is not going to get bigger or, you know, we've kind of pushed the boundaries. We, we collectively, and by collectively, I don't mean the coaches, I mean the athletes too, because the, the sharing of ideas and the willingness to like, just throw stuff out there is so awesome. But in doing so, we're like, you know, pushing boundaries in all these different spaces. And that that is so cool. Yeah, I if, love that. If you element. build it, they will come and they've been coming and, and people continue to come and lean in and, and join. And uh, it, it's just been really cool. And, and my take is I, you know, I would use the word pride to describe this weekend, the athletes leading up to this weekend, the races that are coming up, the guys that are racing today. Um, watching all these athletes prepare um, and, you know, get into the groove. Um, heck, we got a text yesterday, you know, I'm back because, you know, COVID has still been lingering and hurting some people here and there. But frankly, it's actually helped them sometimes to take a step back, to take three steps forward. And it's it's working out really, really well. I see things in life. I see Nikki, who recently got married who's still balancing her life, but still driving for success in, in her own way. I know Katie got married yesterday. Congratulations to Katie. And, you know, they are coming along this journey with us. They're sharing their lives with us, but they're, you know, becoming better athletes, better people, citizens, you know, and, and really growing in a lot of different ways that aren't just about being faster in the water or not, or being faster than someone else or not. Um, they're accomplishing things on all scales and that's, that's so prideful for me. And I know you guys too, when you see that happening, that they're, you know, it's, it's always helped us put things together and put things in better perspective and keep us grounded and keep us on, you know, from, you know, getting too far off on our own egos and our own, you know, path in life. So it's, it's great to be able to bring that to so many other people. Well, thank you for listening. I do, uh, we do appreciate you, uh, all of our followers and, um, please follow on Spotify, on Google, Apple. Uh, we do post this on YouTube. It does take a little while to edit the video, but we'll get it out there for you. And you have been listening to the victory multi-sport podcast. We'll talk to everybody soon.